0: This is Rebecca Kennedy from Bastard, and you're listening to Without Your Head.
1: Station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neil. I'm Treacherous
2: Trista.
1: We're joined by Saraya. I, I, I've been practicing all day and I had it right. Now I think I messed it up. But Saraya, think of it know why. So
0: it's like Saraya.
1: Yeah, I even have it spelt out here phonetically. <laughs> and I listened to you in the interview and I had it all correct. And then the show time I messed it up. I, I, it's, I,
0: it's a tricky name.
1: It's a very nice name. Thank you. Well. So uh, I read uh that you were self-taught in your uh in, in costume. I think that's uh how did this, how does that come about? Like um
0: well, I have an aunt um who sews and she used to make clothes for my mom and the rest of her siblings. And um My mom always encouraged me to always be very creative in whatever art form I wanted to do. So when I was really young, I just started cutting up my clothes and just sewing (laughs) it. And um, I've just been doing that ever since. I'm not professionally trained, but I'm self-taught.
1: I like it. Uh, We're joined by the terrible one, Terrible Troy. How's everybody doing? Good. 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 And I hope the dog's doing well.
3: Yep, yep. Maru is good. He's on new meds, and hopefully, all is well with him.
1: Yeah. So, when you're cutting up clothes as 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 a kid, uh, what what did you do with it then? Did you do stuff for Halloween or just dress- no,
0: just everyday stuff like for school in high school? I would just cut up my t shirts. I had my own sense of fashion, I guess you could say. I was very out there ever since I was a kid. So I would just cut up my everyday clothes and paint them and stitch them differently and just wear it out in public.
1: <laughs> I think that's pretty awesome. When did that, you know, when did you start to think this is maybe this is something I could pursue as a career or something I can do more with?
0: Um, Oh man. Well, that's, a, I've always kind of just been a go with the flow kind of person. So I've dabbled in all kinds of different things. Uh, I, Got into modeling accidentally. A friend of mine took some photos of me and people just started hitting me up to model. So that's how I got into that industry. And uh, I did a lot of cosplay. I went to conventions and made pieces for my friends. And then I decided to cosplay myself. So when I saw that people wanted to buy things that I was making, I was like, why not just make costumes every day? Like (laughs) make it a living, it's fun.
1: Yeah, exactly. That makes me wonder, are any of those pillows uh, made by you? Or maybe they're all made by you. I don't
0: know. No, not these ones. Actually, I'm going to make new covers for all these pillows. I just haven't done it yet.
1: Yeah. You should do something with an evil eye. I like the evil eyes. We brought up live. We're all fans of evil eyes here. Yeah. So, so Trista, how, how do you guys know each other?
2: We worked together on something uh, before the pandemic. And I can uh, testify to her work and her attention to detail. I was actually really surprised because um, I had a witch costume at one point, And, you know, that's something in my mind can almost seem a little generic, but I was really blown away by um, her designs. And then even just very specific uh work which i appreciate because i'm an actor so i'm always trying to be very nuanced and specific and um even sort of regular clothing she she would do uh you know she added uh bangs at one point it changed i looked like a completely different person like she was just constantly adding these little details that uh were really blowing me away it was a pleasure to work with her
1: It is a really cool image. I've used it in different graphics before because I always thought, along those lines, um, if you have something that is, you know, could be generic, a witch, what do you do to make that stand out? And also not go too far because you would still want it to, you can, you look, you see it right away and you know it's a witch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, The way I made her witch costume, I don't have access to a lot of fabric stores here. Where I'm at, I'm kind of in the rural area. So Joanne's fabric is pretty much top of the line out here. I found her material at Goodwill. So there's a huge furniture market in my area, and they're always donating the extra fabric left over. So I try to go and get the fabric, and I try to recycle as much fabric as I can. So I found her fabric at a bin in Goodwill, and just... Looking at the fabric inspired me and I kind of knew exactly what I wanted to do in that moment. So I grabbed it and did a couple sketches and that's how it started really. I do a lot of research too before I design a costume. So I did a ton of research and tried to think about how's the best way to make this witch costume. The time period was the 80s. So I had to also make it kind of fit into the time period um so it was a lot of fun and it turned out really good
1: does that happen a lot that the uh, the actual fabric will inspire the look of whatever you're going to make
0: yeah i am like a fabric hoarder i just see fabric if i love it then i just get it and one day it'll just spark an idea and i have the fabric already to just make that garment
1: now, I have a question because uh, Troy here bought me a uh, Troy's my brother bought me a sewing machine for Christmas because my plan was to make a whole, my own Hawaiian shirt because I did take yes. sewing in school. How hard is it to make a Hawaiian shirt? I think the for buttons are going to be the hardest part.
0: Um, I think the collar part is probably going to be a tough part for you. Um, but to make a shirt is rather simple, maybe four pieces, five or six at the most. So it's not too many pieces to put together. So I think I think you could definitely do it.
1: Alright, well I think I thank you for the confidence.
0: Yeah, if you can sew in a straight line, you could you can do it.
1: I did back in the eighth grade, but that, that was a while ago.
0: Yeah. Just take your time slowly.
1: Great. Very good. Uh so Tristan, you have a question?
2: I do, yes. Yeah. So You have a background in modeling. Does that inform uh, you when you're designing clothes for other people to wear?
0: I do, yeah. Um, When I was modeling, I got to dress up a lot with different designers. And I got to see a lot of different inspirations, what other people had in mind. Not only that, it was I paid attention to the point where I looked at how they were dressing different body types what colors look good on different skin tones. So I try to take in every little thing that was on set so I can put it towards making sure that I'm a really good costumer <laughs> and that I can compliment that person's body type properly and their skin tone properly. Cause if they look good on camera, like it just all looks perfect.
1: You said you fell kind of fell into the, the modeling. How did you get involved in movies?
0: Um, my boyfriend, Joe Hart, we both work at a haunted attraction here full time. So a lot of times, uh, we're building sets and costumes and doing special effects. Um, and there's not a lot of costumers around. So whenever he would get hired for a job, they'd also hire me. So I got into it, uh, because of Joe Hart. So he helped me get my foot into the film industry. Mm
1: -hmm. How about the haunts themselves? How did you get get involved in that?
0: Him? (laughs) Um, We started dating, and I used to just drive up there and help him get the show done when it was, like, two weeks till crunch time. So I lived maybe about an hour, 30 minutes away, and I would just drive up there all the time, help him put the show together. And at that time, they didn't have a costumer. So I asked them if they were looking for a costumer. I showed them my resume. I made them a couple costumes just to prove that I can do it. And then they hired me. So so that was exciting.
1: Yeah. Do they run all year out there, the haunts?
0: The haunt only runs in the fall time. So we normally open mid-September to maybe the first or second week of November. But my job is year round. We're constantly working on things. Um, What sets us apart from different haunts is that we change our scenes every year. So when we build a set, we completely change it. So loyal customers that come through every year, they have a completely different atmosphere, a different theme in every set. So it changes constantly. So we spend a year building it, and then when it's over, we tear it down and start all over.
1: Yeah, I guess you reuse some of the stuff, though. Uh, oh know.
0: yes, yes, of course.
1: Was that something you were interested in before you started to work for him? Did you go them? You go to haunts? you know, just as a as a fan.
0: Um, I've only been to one haunt a long time ago in high school, but I didn't really go travel around to haunts too much. I I worked a lot, so I didn't have a lot of free time.
1: I know Trista's into the haunts.
2: Yeah. I am a haunt enthusiast, yeah.
1: (laughs) Have you ever been to, to her haunt?
2: No, I would love to. Is it, um, will it be open this year with COVID?
0: Yes, we did open last year. We had very strict COVID restrictions, but we were able to still open and operate with nothing terrible happening, which was Oh, so good. Like, I'm so grateful for that. No one got sick. So we are going to open this season, too. I'm guess excited. I guess we should ask Definitely what the name come see me. Yeah,
1: what is the name of the haunt? So people can, uh, I should have asked it's that Spooky to be
0: Woods. Spooky Woods at Kersey Valley. And we're in High Point, North Carolina.
1: All right, very cool. For some reason, I thought you were in L.A. <laughs>
0: no, I'm in old North Carolina. <laughs>
1: Very cool. Uh, What are some of you, I know you read Build It every year, so what have been some of your favorite uh, themes throughout the uh, the years?
0: Last year, um, we got to experiment with a new set. So we have these buildings now, and they're like really big metal garage-type buildings with three walls, and some have four walls but we put a barn inside of the building. So we had a fake barn in there. Half of the building was a barn and the other half was outside. It was a fake corn maze. So that set is my favorite because me and Joe were able to paint atmosphere. We painted clouds and stars and we were able to kind of create our own atmosphere. It was so magical when you walk through. It's really hard to capture it on camera but if you go through and see it in person, which we still have this set. So if you are gonna come this season, you're still able to see the set. But when you walk through, it's amazing. You can just see the sky and the clouds and the lighting and trees. And it's inside of a building.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh is that it the haunt itself, do is it do people run around in it? Uh, I guess describe, you know, besides just the setting of it.
0: Yeah, we have uh, a lot of actors. We normally get from about 150 to maybe 200 actors. We cycle through maybe 400 people in a season that come and act for a little while and leave and then come back maybe. So we do have a lot a lot of actors that um I have to dress <laughs> almost every night of the show, but there's a lot of things to see. With COVID, we had to cut down on actors, so we don't have as many. We have to strategically place them, Mm -hmm. but we made interactive sets this past year, so we don't have to have a lot of actors. So now we have sets that are animatronics, and we have sets that have, um, I like to call them the oracles in the set, because they're just people that are behind the scenes staring at computer screens, and they set off all of the animatronics so it's custom and personalized to each group that comes through instead of having it on a sensor so you get more more of a customized experience
1: that's very cool now i know you worked on uh, kill giggles and that um that played just i think last week or this weekend at um mad monster party i don't know if you attended that or not i was in charlotte
3: i
0: haven't no i had to work (laughs)
1: Uh, have you seen the finished movie?
0: I have not seen the finished movie. Every time it airs somewhere, I have to like shoot something else. So <laughs> I might have to catch it on DVD or something.
1: I know Jason who made it. So how, how did you get involved in it?
0: Uh, Jason is a really good friend. We've done a bunch of projects together. Uh, I've got to dress him up, do his makeup made all kinds of prosthetics for music videos. So we've done a lot of things together and he's local near me too.
1: So, uh, how long, how long did the, how long was that shoot?
0: 19 days. And we kind of shot it back to back to back. Um, it was quite exhausting, but I I think it's really good. I haven't seen it yet, but I can imagine. I haven't imagine seen it yet either, but I've heard good things about it. People on set, it has to be really well, like really good.
1: Yeah. Uh, were you a horror movie fan before you got into the movies and the haunts?
0: A little bit. I'm actually quite a scary cat when I first got around horror movies. Uh, I grew up really superstitious. So uh, my mom, she's Asian and she would always tell me ghost stories and things like that. And tell me uh, about spirits that live around and all kinds of like spooky things. So when I was a kid, I was always just really scared and I didn't watch horror movies. My dad watched horror movies and I used to sit on the couch and watch him like without him knowing watch horror movies. But then I couldn't go to bed at nighttime. So... <laughs> I've always been a scaredy cat, but I got more confident when I started working behind the scenes and I could see it's not real.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Tristan, do you have a question?
2: What would you say are the best and worst parts of your job?
0: Hmm. I think the best part is being able to meet a lot of different people and interact with them. I love interacting with people and meeting people from all over. I I love talking to people, so I think that's the best part. The worst part is probably doing the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much laundry I have to do, and I don't like doing laundry. So I think I that's think the worst part. The yeah,
1: I think I'd be more worried if someone said my favorite part is doing the laundry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Then maybe I should hire them to do my laundry. <laughs>
1: Maybe is a big fan of laundry.
2: I don't mind laundry, to be honest, but if I were doing like a hundred oh, right, people's right. laundry, that would bother me.
1: <laughs> uh, has uh, the interest in haunts gone up over the last couple of years? I know COVID's a different story, but uh you know they had the the um the documentary, I forget the name of Haunters, I think. Um I don't know if that if that spiked the popularity of haunts.
0: I, I think so. I think because of COVID also, we we got a lot more people interested in going to haunts. I think because a lot of people are stuck at home mm-hmm. and there wasn't much to do. So when there is something to do and it's safely put together, they're going to want to come. So I think our numbers definitely went up. We did see a lot of people and it, it was really good.
1: Yeah. And you said, you know, people... Uh You have returning customers. Are they all local or do people come from, I assume people come from out of state and stuff, but do they come back?
0: Oh yeah, for sure. A lot of our super fans, we call them spooky woods ambassadors. They're, they really love everything. There's a private group. They could see all the behind the scenes. So we keep them up to date yearly. Those people are local, but we do get a lot of people that come from out of state to see us.
1: No. Um. Are there a lot of movies made in that area?
0: Uh, we're close to Wilmington, and I know there's a lot of movies that are shot in Wilmington. As far as like indie films and local films, yes, there there's a lot of directors out here. Uh, because of the college. Okay. So there's always people shooting here in North Carolina, which is great.
1: Yeah. I need another question, Trista.
2: Yeah. Do you have any advice for someone who might aspire for a similar uh, to a similar career path?
0: Um. yes. Let's see. Cut up your
2: clothes.
0: <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. I don't know. Let's see. I can't even think of anything right now.
1: Do you still design your own clothes?
0: I do. I do design my own clothes. Um, Okay, advice I would think of is make sure that you do a lot of research. Pay attention to the little details because I think little details matter a lot. So I like to pay attention to all the little details. Make sure you listen to the actor that you're costuming because a happy actor and a comfortable actor is, is a great actor. So you have to communicate and do listen to what they ask. It's a collaboration. So make sure you do that and have fun with it. Don't be afraid to make weird things. Like you don't always have to show what you made if it's really bad, but experiments, you might make something new that no one's ever seen before. So don't be afraid. Just get into there. Sometimes I tell people like, Don't use the pattern. Just throw some fabric on there and cut it. So I did a lot of research. My favorite designer is Alexander McQueen, and he designed with a lot of um, material that isn't traditionally used for fabrics and clothing, and he also kind of just made cuts and did what he wanted, And, and I think that's inspiring. So I wanted to make clothes kind of like how he made clothes.
1: When you say do research, uh, can you give some examples of that? Like what kind of research do you do?
0: Research, um, you want to make sure you read the script really well. I make sure I try to get pictures of the sets because you want to see what kind of colors are in the sets, what kind of lighting they're going to have. The time period is very important. So you want to research the time period of the film. Not only that, but research of what the character was like in their daily life. And that'll help you get a more accurate costume of what that specific character does in a daily life. Like, what's their personality? What do they do for work? Like, all those things you definitely want to think about.
1: How hands-on are you usually, like, the director of the film uh, for the costumes?
0: Costume? Um, I like to make sure I talk a lot to the directors and the actors. I want to make sure the director is happy with where I'm going with the designs. So I try to send reference images of what it will be like before I start drawing and drafting designs just to make sure we're all on the same page.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you could pick a few like uh, images, I guess, uh, of things you've, you've done uh, movie wise or any, or anything really, what, what would you pick to like show people? This is what, this is what I do.
0: Um, there's a movie, a short film, Belladonna. I did all the costuming, some most of the makeup, along with Joe Hart and Matt Patterson. And I also uh, did the hair. So I'm pretty proud of the leading lady in that film. I got to be very hands on with her. Um, so I would showcase that work. So I did makeup, hair, and costume for her. Not all her makeup, though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is uh is acting something you, uh, I know you've done acting, but is that something you want to do more of?
0: No, I'm very awkward <laughs> in front of the camera. Jason Buterin had a scene in Kill Giggles for me, but ended up being cut out. So I'm not upset about it because it was probably a bit awkward. I'm not very good in front of camera talking. I'd rather just do the modeling skills and just be there and kind of pretty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: From understanding, Kill Giggles is kind of a a different take on the Killer Clown uh film. Instead of killer clowns is people wanting to kill clowns.
0: Yeah. It it's a really, really great concept, something I've never heard of before. So when we read the script, I was like, Yes, this will be really cool.
1: Yeah. Uh was he uh, does he ever go to the uh the haunt, Jason?
0: Jason, I, I don't know, unless he goes to the haunt on the down low. I haven't heard. Most people that we know might send us a text and say, we're coming tonight. But then there's a lot of our friends that kind of just pop up and then hit us up later. So I, I'm not sure if he's been through or not. But I know Brett Mullen, he's come to see us a bunch of times.
1: Now, for people who don't know, Brett Mullen is uh, director of Killer Babes and the Frightening Film Fiasco. Which is a very great name. It's very long, but I approve.
0: Yeah, and he also did Belladonna
1: too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how how did you meet him?
0: Um, through Joe, <laughs> through Joe Hart. There, um, Brett Mullen is also local here too, so we're not too far away. Um, we hang out with a lot of our director friends and artsy friends, so. We're always kind of doing different projects with each other. So one of our friends might have a project here and we'll do this project and then do another friend's project. So we're always busy and it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun making art with your friends.
1: Yeah. An amazing cast too, for killer babes and the frightening film fiasco. Yeah. Uh, Tristan, do you have a question?
2: Yeah. Um, By the way, yeah, I'm very proud to be a part of that project with all of those amazing people, um, yourself included. Um, So you, yeah, of course. Um, So you mentioned that you're very inspired by fabric. I'm wondering if anything else uh, off the top of your head that you can think of uh, really inspires you and your work.
0: Um, I do like to watch a lot of movies. Um, I try to think about things that I've seen growing up overseas in Europe so I try to think about things like that I used to go to a lot of museums um, sometimes I just go walk out in nature and be inspired so I try to get inspiration from a lot of different places
1: I saw you post I think it was on it was either Instagram or on your Facebook about uh, distressing you know uh, clothes which I think sometimes is overlooked you know something looks like it's clearly brand new. Um, what's the process of of making something look like it's been worn and used lived in it's a,
0: There's a lot of different levels of distressing, so I go back to thinking about how the character lives their everyday life, what part of the story are we in um, what their social status might be. So all kinds of different things that they've been wearing this clothing for a long time or is it brand new. So I'll do things like that. If it's just a slight distress, like the clothing is old, then I try to think about where clothing would get worn all the time. So I would distress like the collar or the cuffs and the bottom of the shirt, maybe put a hole here and there. So it really just depends on the situation, how much I would distress. If I distress for a haunted house, then I'm going all the way. I'm burning it. I'm ripping holes in it. I'm painting it because <laughs> they want heavy distressing. So it's a lot of fun to distress haunted attraction clothing because I can just beat it up.
1: Right. So when you started watching horror movies after you know you weren't a, after you realized they're not you know real, uh, what are some of the, your favorite ones that you've been seeing?
0: Um, one of my favorite ones. I'll have to say that I really liked Hereditary. Um, I really liked The Shining. Um, I really liked Mandy.
1: I love Mandy, too.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I love Candyman. I like the movie.
1: We're in Candyman at the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of horror movies. I really like them now. We watch them all the time now.
1: I always think that's kind of fun because every once in a while it does come up, someone, you know, didn't watch horror movies growing up. And then I think, oh, that's too bad. But then I also think that's kind of cool because now there's so many you could go back and watch for the first time.
0: Yeah, I didn't really watch a lot of movies growing up. I spent a lot of time outside, so I didn't. Watch
1: too many movies outside. You should have just sat and watched movies, no.
0: Well, no. well, when you're in Germany in the mountains, I want to go see no, the and bad. like all that. So I'm playing outside. I'll watch the movies later.
1: No, I think you made the right choice.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, it's oddly enough, The Shining. That's the second time today someone told me that they really liked The Shining. Earlier, I had a Zoom meeting with my uh, doctor. It was a it was a checkup, and her and. I just left this up here. I thought maybe she'd think I was crazy, but uh, she liked it and told me that The Shining was her favorite horror movies.
0: Yeah. It's a really good movie.
1: Oh uh, yeah. I agree hundred percent. Yeah. But well, what is it about uh, those specific movies that like uh, st- stuck out to you?
0: Uh, I think the tension building also the monsters. Like i love to pay attention to see how they create these monsters I think I am attracted more to, like, bad human being horror movies or supernatural type horror movies.
1: I'm glad you um, added movies and not just some. More attracted to bad human beings, but yeah.
0: No, no, no! Not bad human beings all right, all right, all right. in the movie.
1: All right. Just <laughs> gonna make that clear, but no, yeah,
0: just the bad human beings in the movie. Like.
1: Yeah. Now, when you do the costuming, um, does that ever go into the realm of, like, um, makeup, you know, for, like, a monster?
0: Yeah, I make monsters all the time working at The Haunted Attraction. So, I collaborate with Joe Hart, the art director of Spooky Woods. So, we both together come up with monster ideas. So, he might have an idea, and then I try to bring that idea to life. Like, we had a character. it, It was a very kind of simple concept. It was a blended scare type character. So he wanted a Victorian looking woman that kind of blends into the wall. So I created this costume where it was a Victorian style gown in the front. And I made this wire collar that comes like a Edwardian style wire collar. And on the back of it, it looks like a shelf of candles. So I built candles and wired them individually and i made this shelf and it's all attached to the back of the collar so when the person is standing with their back towards the wall it just looks like a shelf of candles and a curtain but when they turn around it's a person and it's just really fun to make little creative things like that from scratch yeah
1: have you ever thought of you know uh like if you create a character for the haunt um, and since you said there are like a lot of independent uh, filmmakers out there, maybe like pitch that as an idea for a movie. You know, you can make maybe a, a movie or a short film off one of the uh, the characters you created for the haunt.
0: Yeah, that would be really cool. If any anyone is inspired by any of the characters I've created thus far, I would love to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, You said Brett Mullen goes there. So if he's listening, pick out some of your favorites.
0: Yeah, I think we're always, when we get together, everyone always wants to shoot like 5 million movies. (laughs) We all have all these ideas. We just need the money to back it up to do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, That's usually what happens, unfortunately. (laughs) But it's good that you don't have a shortage of ideas is a good thing, too.
0: No, it's always fun. You know, when you get with people and you kind of bounce ideas off each other, it evolves and becomes something bigger and something really cool.
1: Uh, Tristan, you have another question?
2: Do you have any sort of dream costumes you would love to design? I
0: would love to be skilled enough eventually to make period-accurate costumes. I love period-piece costumes, and I would love to really get into that more.
1: Any particular period?
0: Um, I think pretty much
1: all of them. I mean,
0: just say like the medieval period.
1: <laughs> uh, that would be sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Troy. Now I know Troy goes to haunts. Uh, maybe not last year, but uh, I, I think Troy's muted, but uh, anything stand out to you? About why you like haunts Troy and uh, any questions? I don't know. I think it's just kind of that
3: live performance type thing. Like, uh, just something cool being there in the moment. And um, and when they're done really well, like I, I remember the first time, I think it was on a haunted hayride and uh, some dude came out like Leatherface and he had the chainsaw. And so it's an actual chainsaw without the chain on it, but he had it, you know, all gassed up. And he'd run it across like everybody's legs, and everybody would freak out. It's just—it's a great, just a thrill kind of thing, you know.
1: Yeah. You ever work with uh with any weapons on in the haunt?
0: No, no
1: weapons, obviously. (laughs)
0: We have, like, fake weapons yeah. that are made of foam, but we can't have That's any. That's what I,
1: I kind of meant, like, you know, building, you know, uh, safe weapons. <laughs>
0: yeah, safe weapons. They look real, but they're safe.
1: Right, right. I understand. Uh, Trist, you have another question?
2: How do you and Joe compliment each other when you're working? Um,
0: we uh, We work together very well. A lot of times we can work together without communicating much. We're just on beat with each other so well. So I, I love working with him. I work with him all the time.
1: So I guess you don't do anything at your house really for Halloween since you're spending all the time working on, you know, building up for the haunt.
0: I might decorate my house a little bit, but that's pretty much it. I'm at the haunted attraction, so probably two two three o'clock in the morning so there's nothing going on at two or three in the morning when i get off
1: right that makes sense uh uh, does that have a website for the haunt?
0: yes you could go to cursey valley attractions.com i believe is the website or you can google search spooky woods
1: and how about i know you you have a, a instagram where can people follow you online
0: I have an Instagram, it's Soraya's Artistry. Oh, that's my Instagram and also my Facebook page, too. Yeah.
1: So, are there any upcoming horror movies you're looking forward to watching? Mm. Of course, the uh, Kill Giggles. Oh,
0: yes, of course, Kill Giggles and also the new Candyman. I'm pretty excited
1: to see well. that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, the the trailer that shows a little bit of the movies great. And I thought the trailer that they really didn't really show anything in the movie. I thought that was uh that was really powerful. Really made yeah, me to see it. Which is good. You don't want to see everything I agree. So often they don't show the whole movie. Too much, movie yeah. the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it it's fun to go into a movie completely, you know, blind without knowing anything. I mean it's kinda of hard to do, but that's why I like the festivals a lot, because a lot of times I won't know much about the movies and they'll just play but you know it's hard to do that well the last movie we
3: saw was kind of like that you know, the uh oh um Willie's Wonderland
1: yeah I just knew it was Nicolas Cage in yeah. giant monster and giant uh, puppets so mm-hmm. I was sold on that that's all we needed to know yep uh Lakami I'm sure I mispronounced the name uh Nick Dixon says Soraya you're amazing here in the chat Thank you. And they also put a bunch of cool uh, um, black and red hearts and and a little spooky ghost.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
1: (laughs) Very good. Uh, Did you hear another question, Trista?
2: Yeah, is spooky woods open uh, rain or shine?
1: It depends on the rain. If it
0: rains before we open and it's not too bad since we are outside in the woods. Some of our sets are covered and some are not covered. So if it rains too much and it gets really muddy, we don't open. Or if it's raining during the time we're open, we'll tend to close through and try to get customers through so we can shut it down.
1: Are you currently uh, working on any projects? Obviously, the hot you work on all year round.
0: Yeah, I'm working on the hot stuff. Uh, we just got done shooting a commercial, so we're shooting lots of commercials, lots of photo shoots, but besides the work stuff, I've also been working on things with friends just for fun, trying to showcase all of our different skill sets, and it's been a lot of fun collaborating with people in the area, just making things just for the heck of it.
1: Yeah. Horror related, or, uh, you know, do you, because I, I saw you work on videos, too, so like, uh you work on a lot of different things.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm everywhere. <laughs> but um, most of it has been horror-related so far. But we're also trying to branch into more so the fantasy and the beauty. A lot of people hire us for horror, and they don't realize that we could do a lot more than that. So we're trying to showcase the many different talents we all have.
1: Well, the fantasy side, that could fit into the uh, medieval period piece.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I could do that.
1: Uh, are you into those, uh, like your fantasy films? And-
0: I do. I really like fantasy films too. Um, I, I haven't watched a lot of films, but I do. I just like movies. I really watch them for the costumes. If I look at the cover and the monster and the clothes look really cool, then I'm just going to watch it.
1: I think that's good advice.
0: Yeah. Even my favorite movie when I was a child was the Batman and Robin movie that came out in like ninety-three. Really? <laughs> I love all the costumes on there. <laughs> I made the poison ivy costumes that was really close to the film. Because when I was a kid, I wanted to be Poison Ivy. Like I wanted to one day have her outfit, so I made it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty sweet. That's the one with uh is that the one with Mr. Freeze?
0: Yeah, where um, Arnold is Mr. Freeze.
1: Yeah. I always like to put Troy in the spot. He does a good Mr. Freeze impression.
0: Oh, does
1: he? He probably won't want to do it. But. <laughs> Pull out your hands. He my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I think someday we're just going to have Troy do the whole show with, in Arnold impressions of all different. All yeah. Different. <laughs> That's a-, a good idea. I like that. Yeah. Uh, what's the Mars movie? Well, do do you have any favorite uh, I'm sorry. What was the what's the Mars movie with Arnold? Oh um oh my god, uh Total Recall. Total recall, yeah. It just was. Right. <laughs> do you uh, do you have any favorite fantasy films or TV shows? Because you know, it was like Game of Thrones.
0: Um, the most recent fantasy TV show that I've watched was Lovecraft, and I absolutely loved that show. It was so great. I've never seen anything like it before, but I really, really liked it.
1: Yeah, I need to. I need to watch that one. Troy, uh, Troy is a big fan.
0: Yeah, I definitely recommend it. If you haven't seen it yet, you should definitely watch it.
1: That's got a lot of cool monsters.
0: Yeah, the Lovecraft County.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's on HBO, right? Yeah, cool Well, this has been really fun. It's good to meet you.
0: Yeah, thank you for having me. And this has been a lot of oh, fun. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I hope the cat's doing well. We did. We actually didn't end up hearing hearing from your. Oh
0: cat. yeah, where is? I don't know where he's at. I think he's probably off eating food or something.
1: <laughs> doing That's, those cat things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Giz, I love the name Gizmo. I assume that's what oh, that
0: Here he is. Oh, my, oh, my goodness. God.
3: He's
1: cute. Oh, I love him.
2: Is my that God, a real cat? Me. That doesn't <laughs> even
1: look? Oh. oh, my God. He's so pretty.
2: What is happening?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's is a bad baby so- with no tail.
1: <laughs> uh, he's adorable. I love him.
0: Yeah, which makes him so clumsy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like a real life Garfield.
2: Yeah, he really is. Oh, like, I can't believe that's your cat.
1: I love him so
2: much.
1: <laughs> he was eating lasagna in the other room. Yeah. yeah.
0: He really likes bread. Like he will steal your bread and try to lick the butter off the bread. So you have to guard the bread
3: carefully. <laughs> that's where our dogs are with popcorn. They love to like just lick the butter off the popcorn and then Leave the kernels around.
1: <laughs> okay. When I was a kid, my grandmother used to yell at me because I would let my cats sit on my shoulder and and eat off my plate. She was like, "Don't do it." I was fine with it, but I'm <laughs> glad we got to meet Gizmo. Yeah. Love it. All right. Well, this has been this has been great, and thanks, Trista, for setting this up.
2: Yeah, thank you, thank you, Saraya, for joining us. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Very good, and uh, yeah, and everyone, if you're in the area or can get to the area, uh, go out and see the uh, what is it, Spooky Woods?
0: Yes, Spooky Woods.
1: I like it. Very good,
3: and see. C- make the trip there, we'll we'll have to to check that out now.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, if you make it this way, message me and let me know. I'd love to show you guys around behind the scenes too. Oh, thank you.
1: Yeah, be oh. awesome. very cool. And kill giggles when it comes out. I think it's playing fe- uh, conventions and stuff right now, and it'll be out eventually. And uh, Killer Babes in the frightening film fiasco when it gets filmed. It gets yeah. filmed. All right. Well, take care.
3: Bye. <laughs> thank, Bye. You. thank you so much. Kiss
1: <laughs>
3: from ancient terrors to the search for modern day conspiracies the tomb of nick cage is the new sound in horror rock uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on itunes amazon and more gonna die. the tomb of nick cage Roughly, they're coming night! Roughly, they're coming night! Roughly, they're coming tonight! Roughly! Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. Moply.